0: I'm Sam Mitchell, and these are my stories. Yeah. Hi folks, have a good day today, and let me be the first to welcome you to Autism Rocks and Rolls. Now, before we begin, I must know that I am not a doctor or a psychiatrist. If your son or needs to be diagnosed with autism, please see a physician. I only speak on this based on my experiences. I also do not own the rights to these songs. Both musics were found on YouTube and were published on August 28th and December 2010. Now, I also have a couple of shout-outs to give. So, the first shout-out I must give is to Miss Gerald Glass, or a.k.a the pop culture cosmos leader. He is a wrestling avid wrestling fan like me, and we together did some SummerSlam, which is a wrestling paper in case y'all don't know what it is. But anyway, we did some SummerSlam predictions, and it was actually really fun. So, Gerald, I hope you're doing well. I can't wait to come back for the Royal Rumble predictions. Also, I must give a shout-out to Fabian Ojeda, a.k.a. the host of the Ignorance is Strength podcast. I really do like his podcast because it does give us a message that... Ignorance is really strength. Ignorance can be strength. It really can. Or strength can be ignorance. I mean, I think it should be ignorance is strength. It's true because ignorance can be strength. Or strength can be ignorance. So when y'all think of that, it's pretty solid. Also, I want to thank people who have either, A, have bought merchandise or who have, or the shirt wear as well. Or who have bought bracelets or COVID mask. Thank you again and I cannot wait to give you all those items. The last thing we must do is we have a We're from our sponsor. so let's hit it. Salon 45, whether you want to get a simple, classic haircut or you want to get a personalized look from one of our seasoned stylists, Salon 45 is for you. They offer a range of services for the whole family, starting from hair styling, hair coloring, permanent waves, waxing, cuts, and even nails. Hey, these girls are great, especially with someone who has autism or a disability. Conveniently located on Highway 45 in Salisbury, Indiana and near the I-69 exit. 812-825-5184. 812-825-5184. Alright, so thank you, and I like I said, I would recommend getting a haircut there because they are so good, and by the way, I think our guest needs to get a haircut. No, I'm kidding. I think he's fine the way he looks. But anyway, let's introduce him. So, today's guest is the critiquer of the podcast, and my grandfather, pa- Big Joe. How you doing, Big Joe? I'm good. you doing good? Yeah, pretty good. Does anything you want to say to our viewers out there? No, I just want to tell everybody hi, and I'm... Um... Happy for you to have me here and ask me
1: some questions.
0: All righty. So my first question to you is, what does having an autistic grandson mean to you? Well, I uh, it means uh, well I have three grandsons
1: and it just means I've got a, another grandson. They're all different, but they're all the same, and I love them all the same. I I really don't distinguish them as having autism and not having
0: autism. How are we all different and similar? I'm kind of interested in this now.
1: Well, they're your cousins. Yeah, and you yeah. know how different they are from each other. You are just as different from them as, as they are each other.
0: Yeah, from personality to looks to
1: personality, uh, looks. You're the oldest. You're my first grandson. So uh,
0: you mean a favorite?
1: You're my favorite that size.
0: Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> so now my second question is: What were your first thoughts when you learned that I had autism? Well my first thoughts,
1: I I learned from uh, my niece. Who I think that I was the last person that your mom told about it. I think that she was uncomfortable telling me, thinking that, not knowing how I would accept it, thinking that I might deny it or, you know, or, or something like that, you know, and, and she, she just, she was just concerned about how, how I would take it.
0: And how'd you take it?
1: I took it good. Well, I, I was kind of upset that, that I was one of the last people to be told but, uh, I don't blame you there, to be honest with you. But no, it turned out good. You know, it, it wasn't anything against me. It was just, I think she was just trying to protect me.
0: Yeah, protect you, protect you from
1: yourself. To protect me from my feelings, and you know, and, and protect me from, uh, you know, what she what she perceived that I might that the way I might act or or what I might think about it.
0: Oh, I got you. I got you definitely. So now, speaking of that, is how you think my brain operates. It operates like uh, like a brain, you know. I
1: my brain operates the way it does, and you know because of you know what I've learned and what I've uh, what I've I, I experienced, and it just uh, is the way. our my neurons connect. You know, some people think that I'm kind of weird in some ways, and if I am, that's because of the way my neurons connect, and you know, yours connects the same way in most things. You know, but there's just some things that. Uh, that uh, you perceive different something you know that, than me and perceive it different than other people, but I don't notice a whole lot of difference in, in you and uh, people who doesn't who don't have autism. You don't perceive it. I don't notice much difference.
0: You don't notice it. That's no. good. I think we need people who won't notice the difference because we can because we can do it just not the way you want us to. Yeah sometimes. And now, what is something I do not know about you?
1: There's a lot of things you don't know about me, and there's a lot of things you'll never know about me. (laughs) Ooh, (laughs) spooky! (laughs) One, I would say, I don't know if you know this or not, that growing up that I went to 15 different schools, uh, elementary schools. Nope, I don't know that. I did. We moved a lot. Third grade, I went to three different schools. Sixth grade, I went to three different schools. But we just moved around a lot. Moving around, Yeah. You were a drifter? Uh, no, we were uh, evicted a lot, I think, so we had to always be looking for a place to live. Oh, uh, I'm sorry about
0: that. <laughs> um, so now, how is it similar and different with raising children and a grandchild with autism? Well, it, it's similar
1: because uh, you start out with a little baby, no matter if they have autism or not, and, and you've got to make sure that they're, that they're, that they're nourished and they have a, a place to stay and you got to make sure that uh, you're teaching them the right thing. And it's it's the same thing with an autistic child. They they have to be nourished and they have to be they have to be taken care of. You know, they're just sometimes you just have to with an autistic child. You, you need to you need to learn on you know how they're perceiving things. So you know you have you know you have to alter things a little bit, but not a whole lot really. Once you once you start understanding what autism is,
0: not really, not a lot. That's that's awesome. I would I like that a lot. So, now how do you aid someone with autism? Uh, I don't know
1: a whole lot of people that have autism, but the people that I do know, I, I would think you would have to aid them in different ways. You would have to, you'd have to look at uh, each one of them as an individual, and see what their needs are because. Just because somebody's autistic, they're so
0: different. The needs are extremely different. Just
1: like anybody that doesn't have uh, autism, you know, you just got to figure out the needs. You just got to figure out their needs, and, and and a lot of you know, there's people that I do know that have autism, but I don't know what their needs are because I'm not around them all the time like I am you, you know. So,
0: I you know, over the years, I've kind of
1: figured you out a little bit, you know, enough to where I think I can help you sometimes, and but uh, it's it's different each. Each person with autism is different than people who don't have autism.
0: Yeah, they are a little different, but they're also similar if you think about it.
1: There's a lot of similarities from what, it, from what I have saw. You know, with uh, with uh, with autistic people, that there are certain things that, that uh, that stand out, and you know, in certain groups of, of autistic people, but not not every autistic person. Yeah. But there, there's a lot of uh,
0: similarities. There's definitely a lot of similarities. I've seen it with my own two eyes too. Now. Is there anything that I have taught you with having autism?
1: Well, you know me. You know that I know everything, so <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> so I'm not sure what you could have taught me. So now you you've taught me, uh, you know, to uh, you know to pay attention. You know to to you particularly because uh, there's just certain things that that you just can't take for granted with you having autism because you're just not quite perceiving things the way that i do which i guess nobody does but from a, a person who has autism like you do that uh, you know it's uh you know it's it's hard sometimes to
0: to know exactly what you're thinking but i try to pay attention it is but i'm uh, but i think i'm getting better at telling you what i think i mean you're getting yeah, a lot better I'm, at telling I, I straight up tell you like this is what i think i think it's dumb or i think it's good yes sometimes you're too blunt but yep, I know that. What, what episode was that? C one hundred and two Mossy versus Bluntness. For more information on that. that, that's right. Yeah, but one of my mom's favorites, actually. Yeah, it was a good one. I actually, I, I liked them mom, but, th- but that was a good one. That was a good one, especially because I still work on it. T- I still need to work on it to this day. Well, everybody
1: has to work on
0: some stuff, stuff. forever. Yeah. Oh, my, I got lifelong term goals, but I get it. Now, this is what I think of you. You are funny and love jokes. And someone who we can all laugh at and make fun of, and make, and I and make something fun, like make something a little fun, like with a simple task or something like that. And my, that's what I've seen. Like you can make something fun, but you are a control freak and want to control everything and manage it your way. Why are you like that exactly? Um, why are you like that? I'm not like that.
1: <laughs> Neither am I.
0: You that's think right. you are. Um. You. you are, what was he saying? To you? You're a Patriarch or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I have to. Uh,
1: I have a a lot of people that that depend on me to make the right decision, whether it's you or or my kids or my other grandkids. And I see you doing something. If you're about to screw it up, I'm not going to let you screw it up. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in. I want to stop you, and I am going to say this is the way you should do it. With you being blunt. With the way you are, that's why I perceive that you're calling me a control freak. Because you don't, one thing, you don't like people telling you what to do, which that's not a bad thing.
0: No, you, no one likes to, I but, think.
1: But I'm not going to stand there and let you screw something up and make you fix it twice. Fair enough. You know, uh, so that's, I think that's why you perceive me as being a control freak. But I'm, I'm, I've got a lot of people to look after. And I don't blame you. I don't and, like that, And too. I, uh, see?
0: <laughs> <laughs> now... Now what's the funny part since you're laughing over here hardcore what why why are you funny what what made you like jokes so much and puns and all that stuff well puns uh they kind of
1: started with you because in the beginning, I noticed you were you were taking things literal where if somebody said something, you would take it at face value exactly what they said, and that was you know that was linked to your autism so i uh I realized that, that, uh, which, I I knew you was a joker, and you liked jokes, and even though you didn't get them a lot of times, but I thought, well, let's let's try a couple puns, you know, just, and you remember, I, you know, I started uh, telling you puns, and you weren't getting them, you thought, wait a minute, that, you took it literal, but it also gave you the opportunity to understand there's more than one meaning to something, which uh, is what puns are, and I, I feel like that, you know, you getting into puns and, and me and, you know, both of us exchanging puns all the time, that it, that it gives you the, the opportunity to, to understand there is more than one way to look at something where you don't have to jump yeah, to conclusions. You, there's one more
0: way to look at something than the way you <laughs> perceive it. Look at the other way. Yeah, sometimes more than two. Sometimes more more than, than There could be a hundred. There could be a hundred
1: ways to look at something, and if, if a pun might... Once you understand a pun, it might give you the opportunity to slow your brain down a little bit and realize. Let me analyze this for a second. It may mean something else, you know. So that's that's one of the reasons that I got into puns is because you liked them and I liked them, and we both. I and mean, that's our thing, basically. It is. I get kind of sick of it sometimes. So yeah, it's kind of annoying. Settle down. But here's settle I got down. one. No way, Jose. I got one. Quit <laughs> being a control freak now. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Here's my here's my pun for you. Why? What? What type of independ? What type of document do the pencils have to use sometimes for their, Pen America, I guess, the Declaration of independence. <laughs> See, that wasn't funny. That was funny. <laughs> You're jiggling over there, like you no, thought it was with a, a good, better that one. Was a good one. That was a good one. Your turn.
1: <laughs> no, let's, let's do the interview. I've got, I've got way too many puns. Okay, we, we, that could go on all night. Fair enough. <laughs>
0: Oh, I get it now. It took me a second. Wait a minute, what? All night? I, were you making uh, a pun or no? No. Oh, I thought you were making a pun. <laughs> All right. Now, anyway, other than other than not since I described you, how would you describe me? You are funny.
1: That's why I'm laughing right now. I can tell. Because you make me laugh. Uh, you're funny. You're you're very smart. I'm really proud of it because you got a you've got a very good memory, and. uh
0: Sometimes I do. It just depends on the day. Well, yeah, uh, I
1: usually do, but mainly I'm just proud of you. You know, just because of what you've accomplished, yeah. and you know, and some of the uh, the things that you have to deal with that a lot of people don't have to deal yeah. with.
0: And what I'm doing right now, I mean, what you're doing right now. Look at me. I'm I'm in. I'm going to a CEO class. And you're dressed up like you're going to a prom. I am not dressed up. Like I'm going to. A... <laughs> That's a tuxedo, dude. Oh, okay. Nice try, yeah. though. Maybe I'll, maybe next time I'll dress up in a tux. As much as I don't like them. I can do that. I'll wear mine. You won't look good in a tux. I'm sorry.
1: I wore blue crushed velvet to my graduation. You wore what? Blue crushed velvet.
0: Blue crushed velvet?
1: It was pretty cool back then, yeah. That doesn't
0: look cool now. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Probably not. Now, what is the most rewarding and difficult thing about having a son with autism? I mean, having a grandson. Wow. What's rewarding? Yeah, what is rewarding and difficult? The most rewarding and difficult.
1: There's not a whole lot of difficulties for me. I, I'm not sure what your parents had to put up with, but uh, you know, I don't. Uh, I don't notice much difficulty. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy being around you. It's never difficult being around you unless you're calling me a control freak or something. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I I enjoy being around you. There, there's nothing difficult about it.
0: Yeah, that's good. I appreciate that. I'd like to think I'm perfect, but I don't think we all are. We're all human. We are. We are. Now, I know you're retired, but can you tell me about the occupation you enjoyed the most? I've had a few. I would say that I was a, a manager
1: at a, uh, at a heating and cooling business for several years, and, and I really enjoyed that. But that's uh, actually the, one of the last jobs I did before I retired. Ah. But, it, but it, it was good. But, and after that, I, then I worked for myself, and that was really rewarding. You know, because it was all up to me. You know, am I going to make it or not? Why did you enjoy it?
0: Well, for that reason. That
1: uh, I was my own boss. You were the own person. You were, you were your you. I was. That's how we are. We want to do yeah, us. I was, not, I, was either, I was either going to make it or I wasn't. It yeah. was all up to me.
0: We want to be our own. We want to be us, not be our boss. We don't want I to mean, be the boss us.
1: I never really liked doing anything unless I was the boss. Yeah. And, oh, that goes back to that control freak thing. Does, it does oh, now. My, oh, man, you're really bringing this out i am oh. now also who or what inspired you to do it to work for myself yeah well just that and I, you know i knew it could be done and i knew i could do the work you know and i uh i liked being able to get up you know without feeling like that i had to get there and punch that time clock you know i i could, if i was going to be late i could call the customer if there's something came up but you know but a lot of the I love of
0: was the the pressure that i didn't have to you just don't with. want the, you don't want to feel pressure and like it, you don't want it was there
1: was a lot of pressure being a manager of 50 people yeah that,
0: that's that's pressure i mean you I just don't so want to so. screw up i mean and that was too much for you i think yeah, what I, it sounds it, like to me it it was, it
1: was just a lot uh, more laid back working for myself even though i had to be responsible and and do a good job it was still i
0: didn't have anybody breathing
1: down my neck
0: i got you and I don't think we, I don't think we like anyone. I don't think the same thousands. We don't like anyone breathing down our neck, To be honest, too. No, nobody does. Nobody likes breathing down necks. And that just sounds odd, saying, but yeah, <laughs> that just sounds even more odd. But anyway, <laughs> so now, what is your paradise
1: meal? Why is that your favorite? Um, I don't know if it'd be a paradise meal, but I just can't. Uh, it's hard for me to change. If I go out to eat lunch, especially lunch, if I eat lunch or breakfast, I'll have biscuits and gravy. That's your thing. Two eggs over easy on top. That's my thing.
0: That's your thing. That's my. That's
1: what I. That's you what put I, any
0: meat on it, like any like sausage on top, bacon.
1: Sometimes I'll, I'll have sausage, pat, sausage patties, but for some reason, it's, it's just biscuits a, and gravy, baby. That's, that's my way too. We like all it? love
0: biscuits and gravy. I think every good sub Indiana person, at least in the southern and like where I live, should like biscuits and gravy. There's some places that don't even serve it. Some states, they don't even... I know. I mean, they'll
1: serve it, but not the way... Not do it, the way, not we, the way, not do the way it. it's
0: supposed to serve. Yeah. That's it's, I, it's, I think it's more of a southern thing, and yeah. I don't mind that at all. So now, what is your favorite movie or TV show, and why do you like it?
1: Um, I'm, not, I'm not real big on movies. It's hard for me to get into a movie and sit and watch for two hours.
0: Yeah, that's my thing, too. Movies, to me, I like them, but I'm not gonna, I don't want to sit there for an hour.
1: Yeah, and, and you can't... There's no movie that lasts an hour. Usually, it lasts two. You
0: know, yeah, or, or two hours. So, I don't want to... I think the TV guy, like, at least 48 minutes is I'm like, okay, cool. But
1: I, I'm i more into current events, so I watch the news a lot, you know, on TV. I don't... You know, if your grandmother gets a hold of the remote, which if she does, if I... I'll be watching the news, I'll get up and go to the bathroom and come back, and Gunsmoke will be on,
0: so... <laughs> you a big be so, a smoker too?
1: No. I mean, it's, it's okay. No, I... I watch them because she likes them, but yeah. but she likes uh, the old westerns. And, yeah, and I, I know. And I and I watch, and like current events.
0: Oh, I got you. Current issues. You ace a current events class. And just FYI, people, if you want to see Tate Tate, see one twenty one. Meet Tate Tate. And so now, what are what's been your favorite vacation that you have ever taken, and why did you enjoy that vacation very much?
1: Um. It, well, it's the same one. You you interviewed your grandmother and she said her her favorite vacation was mexico which i went with her which just so happens was my favorite what well, did you enjoy that mexico what i remember of it uh it was a uh, an all-inclusive resort so there, there were several restaurants several bars and a couple of pools and you know, it was right on the ocean so you know we just ate Drink, laid around, didn't do much. We went out on the catamaran a couple of times, and it was, uh, it was just uh, paradise.
0: I bet it was paradise. I would love to go out of Mexico, but I just had a fear of um, not crossing the United States because this is my concern with the United States. It's their rules. It's There's probably time. a rule in Mexico that I'd probably break by accident. And not yeah, to. Mexico,
1: it's different now. It was, it's been years ago when we went, and Mexico's not the same. Yes, it was.
0: The only item in Mexico is Fiesta and Macarena. Well, <laughs> like lucky little Macarena. Hey, Macarena. Hey. You going to start dancing now? What do you mean? You were doing it. <laughs> I'm not even going to. Okay. They don't call me JoJo Dancer for nothing. You do dance pretty darn well. I've seen you dance. <laughs> done the, You've done your hit dance before. <laughs> now, what are some of your personal interests other than dancing, and why do you enjoy those? Um, well, you know, I I enjoy
1: any kind of creating. You know, I like wood carving and drawing and uh, artsy fartsy. Yeah, some kind. You know, artsy fartsy stuff. But I just haven't really got into it a lot lately. But I kind of need to get back to it. Yeah. I, you know, I'm getting I'm getting so old that if
0: I'm going to do anything, I better do it. Yeah. You might gotta save, and I'm gonna give you advice. You better save every moment because one day you could be. Snapped, I guess. is. I know, it? I know. At least you can enjoy me, though, at least. That's the best I do, part. yes, I do. So, now, what are some of your proudest accomplishments you have ever made in your life? My proudest accomplishments?
1: I would say raising my family, raising my kids. That uh, And I would say, also, you know, I was raised in poverty. I don't know, you probably knew that. I probably told you. Yeah, I think
0: you. You, you told me that. And I, I hear uh, Tell stories. And I, uh...
1: And my one of my biggest accomplishments is without anybody really helping,
0: I was able to grow up and get out of that
1: lifestyle.
0: And I know. It's hard, though. I mean, but here's my question. I don't mean to go like, this big old poverty spiel. How did you do it? Because some people aren't like that. Some are just like, you know what? I'm going, I'm living in poverty still.
1: I, uh, somehow, me and all of my brothers and sisters, which are six of them, we somehow knew... I don't know how we knew. We we knew what was right and what was wrong. We were able to distinguish the difference between right and wrong. And we chose right. That's and I'm good
0: job. Let's put it that way. Very good job. Very good. And now are there any good memories that you want to tell our viewers about? If you do, why do you remember the memory that, that memory the best? Now before you answer, I want a good one, like a real like proud of, like something that maybe like changed your mind or something like that, or some memory that you just like vividly like night and miss like. Man, I miss those times, and I want a funny memory, which might be hard for you. Just saying.
1: <laughs> a good memory? Yes, sir. I have so many. You know that uh, I'm saying that one of the one of my best m- memories, and, and it's a, a, a kind of a time period. Whenever um, uh, your mother was uh, about two years old, we decided that we were going to build a house, and but we didn't have any money, so. We bought the property where we live now, and they had a. And we decided if we can find a place that has trees, we can build a house. So we uh, we spent two years cutting down logs and peeling them by hand, and and uh, stacking logs, and built a house. And you know, and that, that time period right there, you know, it was. Uh, it, I don't know. It was fun. We had we had a good time. We worked hard. We were young and able to do it. And uh, we did it, and we
0: we got it done. Good job, you got it done. That's I'm good. Did you call Treehouse Masters or no? It wasn't a treehouse. Oh, it was a log cabin. Got it. You've seen it. I've <laughs> No wonder I've li- I've been there before. I've never really. I never. It's like I never noticed that, it, even though it's been a million times since I've been to your house. Now, what's your funny one? Funny memory. Yep. Something you about. I laughed at.
1: Uh, I guess uh, I should have thought about this more. Nothing. I don't have any funny memories. Um, Is it something I did that's funny? You can <laughs> like every day. Like every day, was it something funny I said? Uh... <laughs> yeah, you get uh, sometimes whenever uh, you come over and we uh, we tell we tell puns and we make them up as we go. Yeah. That uh, they just come out of that out of out of the. Out of the air, we just reach out of the air, and we're able to just to pull puns and make puns about anything and everything we see, and I and we laugh a lot. Actually, I I laugh more when you and your mother come over than I do just on a regular day. So I appreciate. it I do laugh at you a lot. Yeah, i <laughs> yeah. I do some dumb stuff, and it's all. And for, your mom, I laugh yeah. at your mom. A lot.
0: It, we all do stupid stuff, but it's all for entertainment. And I know. No, I is. don't make
1: fun of you about anything serious. but yeah. Whenever you're trying to be
0: funny, you're. Yeah. You
1: you're pretty funny.
0: Thank you. <laughs> now, my final question is what advice would you get to other parents who are raising a child with autism or even if they just are a grandfather of a child with autism. Well, uh, they need to This is my opinion. Yes, sir. Pay
1: attention to how the that the autistic child is is acting. Why, what what do they like? What what do they not like? What bothers them what doesn't bother them teach uh, teach your autistic
0: child what you
1: can but don't expect them to be the only learner
0: don't expect perfection
1: but they're not the only ones that need to learn they don't need to just learn what you know you need to learn what they know they don't need to perceive things the way you perceive them every time you've got to perceive things the way they do That way, you can help them perceive them things the way that you do.
0: Yeah, multiple multiple perceive, multiple perceiving's or something like that.
1: Yeah, you you've got to don't put it all on their back. You know, get in there, pay attention,
0: enter our world,
1: enter your world. It it, the more that you can enter the autistic child's world in their mind, you got to pay really close attention because sometimes the little the things are so subtle. That can make a big difference, and if you uh, if you pay attention, an example when you were small, you remember how the noises would just freak you out.
0: Yeah, no, nah, they don't. I love loud noises now, but I get what you mean. It but, was awful. Well,
1: like in the desert, the basketball games, the organs at funer- at uh, at weddings. Yeah, and it took us a while to figure out what was wrong. You know, <clears throat> but I had there was one thing that I did, and I think it helped you. And I mean, y'all, don't know if you remember, but it, I think it helped you. I had that air horn. It yeah. was really loud. And I, tu- and I turned it on about blew the windows out of the house. But it scared you really bad. <clears throat> and then uh, I told you, I said, your mom's coming. I said, why don't we take this horn and scare her with it? You thought that was really funny. And you, you well, it's because I'm a jokester and I'm a You're a jokester. But I took the horn and I did it again and to show you. Here's what we're going to do when your mom comes. And I blew that horn. It scared you. But yet, you're picturing your mom being scared and you thought it was funny. So when she came, I turned that horn on, scared her really bad.
0: Probably did. But
1: you thought it was funny. Yeah. And it didn't scare you.
0: Probably because I was busy dying laughing.
1: I know, but, but you were able to relate that horn and that loud noise to something funny. And it was just something small. But that's the type of things that people need to pay attention and think about. What can I do? You know how are they perceiving this? I want to learn how they're how they're thinking, and I got don't it. have to teach them to learn what I'm thinking.
0: Yep, we got to do it. We all got to enter both worlds and see what. Sometimes we want to be mind readers and enter each other's mind, but we okay. can't switch brains for one day, obviously. No, you can't. But I wish I bet you one day we'll be able to. When it's 2022,000 <laughs> something. What do you think? 2102. Maybe. 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 You never know. Only time will
1: tell. Well, maybe I'll leave my brain, and you could use it. I ain't using your brain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're a pretty smart dude, but half the time you drive me insane, I'm not going to use your brain if you drive me insane Yeah, that's true.
1: You become a control freak.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Case in point. <laughs> all right. Well, that'll be all for us. Do you have anything else you want to say before we head out of here? No. I appreciate you having me over, though. It's been fun. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Please join it for another episode coming very soon. I hope you enjoy listening to me ramble. Thank you very much.